Praise the Lord, you guys, and welcome back to my podcast. It's me, Sheree Victoria. Praise the Lord, and we are back again. I'll be in the book of Acts, chapter 22. So, praise be to God. You guys can go ahead and get yourselves there. I just want to thank God on today. I just want to thank Him for all that He is doing. I thank God for being my keeper. I continue to plead the blood of Jesus over this entire podcast, over my children, and over everyone that will be listening in and those who I am connected to, and even myself, in Jesus' name. I pray that on today, Lord God, that you will continue to remove everything, Father, that's not like you, out of us, Lord God, for you know the issues of our hearts. And we ask you on today, God, that you will restore, that you will remove, Lord God, and that you will fill us up with more of your love, more of your joy. As we come into position, as we come into a space, Lord God, that we will continue to build our personal relationship with you, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever it is that we have to do, rather it's resetting ourselves getting back into alignment with you, walking away from things that we're supposed to let go of that is not allowed to or cannot come with us on our journey. Help us, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus for full understanding, God, of your word and wisdom and knowledge in Jesus' name. And Father, on this day, God, we're praying, God, that as we come before you seeking you, Lord God, that you will continue to uplift us, encourage us, build us back up, Lord God, whatever it may be. Help us to love one another as you love us, Lord God. And as as you continue to do so, Father, help us to give and expand grace to those all around us. Father, help us, Lord God, to get into a space and move forward that we are changing, that we are growing within you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And although it does not feel good when we're being delivered, we're coming through, coming out of a breakthrough. Oh God, when you're just working within us and removing things that are not for us internally, God, that you are stripping away the bitterness and stripping away anger, stripping away confusion and stripping away of feeling feeling entitled in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we humble ourselves. Help us to humble ourselves, God, but help us to humble ourselves first, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just thank you for all of who you are, God, for you have created us to worship you. You have created this world. You have created heaven and earth. You have created us, Lord God, in your image. So help us, Lord God, to abide in you, to abide in your word, that you will sanctify us through your word, God, in the name of Jesus, and help us all to live according to your word, God, and that when we say that we love you, that we hold dear to your commandments, And we are keeping your word in the name of Jesus. So, God, if we're struggling in any area, Father, please be our strength, God, and help us. Help us, Lord God, to examine ourselves in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And, God, we will continue to be so careful, Lord God, to to always and to continue to give you all of the glory. Hallelujah. And all of the honor and all of our praise. Hallelujah. For you are truly worthy of it all. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. So praise God, you guys. I welcome you back. We're in the book of Acts. So I hope that you were able to get over there to there. And I will go ahead and get into the reading of the word of God. Praise the Lord Jesus. 
Just bear with me one moment. Hallelujah. So Acts chapter 22, and it reads, Men, brethren, and fathers, hear ye my defense, which I make now unto you. And when they heard that he spake in the Hebrew tongue, to them they kept the more silence. And he saith, I am verily a man, which am a Jew, born in Tarsus, a city in Cilicia, yet brought up in this city at the feet of Gamaliel, and taught according to the perfect manner of the law of the fathers, and was zealous toward God, as ye all are this day. And I persecuted this way unto the death, binding and delivering into prisons both men and women, as also the high priest doeth bear me witness, and all the estate of the elders, from whom, I, from whom also I received letters unto the brethren, and went to Damascus to bring them which were there bound unto Jerusalem, and for to be punished. Let me just share something real quickly with you. This is Paul, the disciples, one of the Lord Jesus' disciples. Now listen to this. He is sharing a part of his testimony where God brought him from, that he is no longer there. He is speaking about what he was once doing. So just pay attention real quick. Verse six, and it came to pass. That as I made my journey and was come nigh unto Damascus about noon, suddenly there shone from heaven a great light round about me and i fell unto the ground and heard a voice saying unto me saul saul why persecutest thou me and i answered who art thou lord and he said unto me i am jesus of nazareth whom thou persecutest and they that were with me saw indeed the light and were afraid but they heard not the voice of him that speak to me and I said, What shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said unto me, Arise, and go into Damascus, and there it shall be told thee of all things which are appointed for thee to do. And when I could not see for the glory of that light, being led by the hand of them that were with me, I came into Damascus. And one Ananias, a devout man, according to the law, having a good report of all the Jews which dwelt there, came unto me and said, and stood and said unto me, Brother Saul, receive thy sight. And the same hour I looked up upon him. And he said, The God of our fathers have chosen thee, that thou shouldest know his will and see that just one, and shouldest hear the voice of his mouth. For thou shalt be his witness unto all men of what thou hast seen and heard. And now why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. And it came to pass that when I was come again to Jerusalem, even while I prayed in the temple, I was in a trance and saw him saying unto me, Make haste and get thee quickly out of Jerusalem, for they will not receive thy testimony concerning me. Jesus is so much right now that I am thanking God for that he has given me in my spirit and I shall share in Jesus name in a moment and I said picking up at verse 19 and I said Lord they know that I imprisoned and beat in every synagogue them that believed on thee 
And when the blood of thy martyr Stephen was shed, I also was standing by and consenting unto his death and kept the raiment of them that slew him. And he said unto me, Depart, for I will send thee far hence unto the Gentiles. And they gave him audience unto this word, and then lifted up their voices and said, Away with such a fellow from the earth, for it is not fit that he should live. Do y'all see this? Do you guys hear this? Paul genuinely from his heart shared a heartfelt testimony. Hallelujah. From what God had did for him. And he shared exactly what happened, what he experienced and everything and how God himself forgave him, gave him the opportunity to come for be forgiven and to be be baptized and be washed of all of his sins. But then you have the people that who he was talking to that all they can hear was the beginning of the testimony. Do y'all see this real quick? This is why we have to be so careful about the things that we are sharing to people. Because guess what? Everybody is not going to actually receive your entire testimony. They're still going to be stuck on what you did back then. And miss the entire blessing how God had raised you up from what you were in. Delivered you from your mess and saved you just as he did for everybody else. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But this is the part that we're living in. We're living in a space where where the change of man is happening only because of God. And then you have people, man, trying to still keep you in the capacity of where and what you used to do, the mistakes and everything that you used to have done. When you are in a space of remorseful or just you just grit you just at a place of repentance and lord god has shifted you in a space to do works for him and you still have people out there saying away with you she shouldn't even live or he shouldn't even live he's done too much what Oh, they walked away from this and they walked away from that and they despise this and this it doesn't let me tell you something when you have done damage, people don't understand when you have done damage to others and when it has been to a point to where the decisions that you chose has, effect, has affected someone some way, somehow, you own that. When you come into forgiveness to God, you own that. And now you're on the path like, Lord, help me to do right. Help me to do better. But then now you got to get through all of the the naysayers. You got to kind of walk and maneuver your way through those who are still feeling what they are towards you as if change hasn't happened. Like they are not allowing themselves to really give grace upon you. And guess what? They don't have to. As long as God has delivered you and lift you up out of what it is, you don't have to continue to explain yourself to nobody. Because guess what? The one thing about God is he is going to show his hand to everybody. He is going to expose you to everybody and he is going to show up in you and it's going to be able to be seen to everyone that needs it. Hallelujah. So do not allow yourself to hold yourself to the opinions of man. And you walk freely 
It's one thing to continue in your mess and continue. And then it's, a, it's another thing when the Lord has set you free from your mess and you still have others still holding you there. When you know what you've done was wrong. But everybody can sense and have change for themselves, but don't want to allow that or believe that change can come for someone else. Okay, you guys, so I am back again. Praise the Lord, Jesus. So, of course, my um, I have the continuation. This is part two of the book of Acts 22. I was interrupted. I don't know how because I had my phone on do not disturb, but we're going to move forward anyway. I'm not going to delete what God has already given me to say. So I pray that you all would kind of be able to follow. Praise the Lord. So I'm picking back up. And um, Acts 22, verse 19, praise the Lord. I mean, verse 23. And as they cried out and cast off their clothes and threw dust into the air, the chief captain commanded him to be brought into the castle and bade that he should be examined by scourging that he might know wherefore they cried so against him. Jesus. And as they bound him with thongs, Paul said unto the centurion that stood by, is it lawful for you to scourge a man that is a Roman and uncondemned? When the centurion heard that, he went and told the chief captain, saying, Take heed what thou doest, for this man is a Roman. Then the chief captain came and said unto him, Tell me, art thou a Roman? He said, Yeah. <laughs> and the chief captain answered, With a great sum obtained, I this freedom. And Paul said, but I was free born. Then straightway they departed from him, which should have examined him. And the chief captain also was afraid after he knew that he was a Roman. And because he had bound them on the morrow, because he would have known the certainty, wherefore he was accused of the Jews, he loosed him from his bands and commanded the chief priests and all their council to appear and brought Paul down and set him before them. Praise the Lord. So that was a little bit that was um, left over. But look, I just want to say this. <laughs> Do y'all see how the people wanted to still uh, um, crucify Mm, 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 mm. They still wanted to crucify Paul for, for, for his past, what he has already been forgiven by God for. And they want to, um, Nolan Void, pretty much um, ignore all of the works that he was doing for God, Jesus, as if he didn't change and as if he wasn't speaking the truth and the word of God. Mm, 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 mm. When I say it's speaking to my spirit, y'all, this is <laughs> this is a part of my testimony when I tell you, um, you know, because I, I have not made the best decisions. I have did made decisions based on what was best for Sheree and what I thought was best for my children. And, um, you know, I made decisions what was best for me in, in the moment and did not take in account how it would affect my kids because I thought I was doing it for them. And then I got into a space, you guys, where I was in deep depression and I literally checked out on life because I just couldn't I couldn't wrap my mind around reality of what was going on with me. And um, 
feeling disconnected, you know, in a way of like, Lord, what am I doing? What have I done? And I'm just like, Lord, I don't know where to pick up the pieces. Y'all, when I tell you, it was tough. Um, I was going through a, a space and time where I did not know how to provide for my kids. And I was trying to be overprotective. And I was trying to do what Sheree thought was right. And all the while, I had everyone telling me, you know, I'm not going to repeat. But I had everyone telling me otherwise, right? And what hurt me the most is not what everyone was saying about me because I already knew they were talking about me. What hurt me the most is that I could not really understand the pain that I caused my kids um, and not being present because mommy mentally checked out um, because I wore so much of my mistakes on me. And when I say it caused so much confusion in my mind because I just didn't know how to pull myself out. I was still dealing with the death of my mother. You know, my grandmother done passed. I didn't have family um, that really cared enough. And the Lord led me to a ministry where they became my family. I didn't have anybody in my corner. I had so many people tell me that they're there for me and they're supporting me and this, that, and other. But they were the same people, you guys, that tore me down in private, that tore me down in front of my face, that did everything they possibly could to make me feel the pain all over again of the mistake I made. When I had came to God to release it, and it was like I was reliving it all over again. But God told me, do not allow yourself to be vulnerable again to the stuff that I have already delivered you from. Hallelujah. But this is the problem, you guys. People put themselves on pedestals of thinking who is, who is worthy to be forgiven of their bad mistakes. We are talking about a murderer of Christians that God had lifted up and cured in a sense of his his ignorance and delivered him saved him cleansed him baptized him with the holy ghost and sent him forth to do the work of god he was chosen check it are you catching it when you are chosen you're going to have to go through some stuff even the stuff that may not even make sense even when you feel like you're not even worthy to do the work of god because of all of the mistakes you've made but oh, what a God we serve. He has no respect of person. So now I'm in a space now like this. If the Lord can bless me and lift me up and deliver me, he can do the same for my enemy. And that is why I'm going to continue to pray for those who speak evil against me, those who pray against me, and those enemies I am going to bless. Because the love that God has shown me, I am endued to do the same for everyone else. It's easy to love someone that loves you back. But what a joy and what a work it is to love someone that is hard to love. Because I used to be that person that was hard to love. Hallelujah. 
So I pray that you all were blessed on this chapter. I thank God for everything that he's given me. He has given me a lot more to just continue to keep pressing. Let me tell y'all something. God is good and his word is living. It is going to help you every day of your lives. If you just stay consistent and stay pressing in the Lord, there is nothing too hard for God to do. When you put God first and remove everything else that has your attention, oh, what a wonder working thing that he is going to do in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. So I praise God on today. Hallelujah. I thank the Lord for helping me to press anyhow when my first uh, podcast got cut off in the name of Jesus. But we thank God for continuing. We thank God for pressing forward in Jesus name. Yes, I love those who do not love me. Yes, I love those who speak evil against me. Yes, I love those who may not understand, Sheree, why in the world did you do what you do or did? I love them anyhow from a space where I can't even explain. But I know it's not me. I know that it's God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Lord, Father, forgive us all. If we feel entitled to hold people to the places, things that they have done when you have already released it from us. And now you're bringing us to a place where you have given us understanding. Hallelujah. And you are healing us. In Jesus name, that we can move forward and go forth in correcting those things and rebuilding those things, Lord God. In Jesus name. I pray for the healing of children, that their parents have not been there for them. I pray for the healing. I plead the blood of Jesus over their hearts, over their minds, because it's hard as a child to have to go through when you are with your parent and then all of a sudden you're not able to be there because your parent doesn't know how to provide. They don't have a job. They're, they're hit from every side. They're not getting the financial support that they need to help support you. They're not getting the support. Period. In their lives to make decisions. It is hard when you are single and you don't have a second person to, um, to help out. I just couldn't get my mind around like what, when I got to pay for child care and I got to do this and I got to grow. I just didn't have those resources and those resources that I thought that I had. They asked out on me the jobs. They, you know, I got let go because I wasn't able to be on time. I was trying to do this and trying to do that at the same time, trying to do everything at once. I was trying to be strong. And sometimes when you see the strongest person, they are the ones that actually need more love and they need more support to be checked on. Are you okay mentally? So I pray for children who have, you know, gone through divorce. I pray for children who were once with their their moms or dads and their dads and moms were not able to provide and they had to make a tough decision to allow them to go live with the other parent and put themselves aside. And then I'm also praying for their mindset and their heart to gain an understanding that the Lord will really minister to them and show that it wasn't them, it's not their fault. Hallelujah. 
So I praise God. I thank the Lord. You guys have a, heard a piece of my testimony. I don't care who judged me at this point because it doesn't even matter. But I pray that it encourage and help somebody out there to not give up. You keep pressing and you allow the Lord to change you so that you can do better and so that you can move forward into rebuilding. Because look, rest assured, God will change the hearts of them. He will do it. I am a, I am a witness to it. You know, um, even my own family, I, I've been... I, I am a witness to the Lord actually minister to their hearts. Those who are not family and I really had to depend on other people. I am a witness to the Lord actually touching their heart. But I had to be, I had to go through prayer and allow God to do it. We've all dealt with some, some things that we're not really proud about. We're, we're not proud to even, we're not even happy to bring it up or speak about, but it is going to help somebody else. Hallelujah. So I am thankful for restoration. I am thanking for thankful for God um, just moving in the midst of my life and in others that I'm connected to. Like I say again, I pray for everyone and I love everyone. And it took a long time for me to get here, you guys. This ain't no no easy thing to be loving people that don't love you. But when I say when you look at it, it makes sense, doesn't it? You draw people even while being loving. Even while not really responding. But when you pray for them, you allow God to change them. And when you start seeing them being treated like, wow, God bless them. Bless them, Lord God. Bless them in the name of Jesus. Continue to help them to get it. Whatever it is that they need, God, you continue to bless them in Jesus' name. Because I don't care about how others view me in a sense of um, trying to gain recognition on what I'm doing. I I don't care about none of that. I've been doing this when there's nobody listening. I do not care. What I do care about is being obedient to the Lord God and making sure that I do because I'm tired of going through. (laughs) Can I say that? Yes, I am tired of going through you guys. I'm, I'm tired of going through the consequences of me not doing the right thing. So this ain't got nothing to do about nobody (laughs) but Jesus and about my destiny. And about my kids, I want to make sure that now I'm coming into a space now where I'm, I am rebuilding, you know, um, and being there. It's not about the money. It's all about being present. And I should know that more so than anybody. I don't know how I've just, you know, forget it, forgot about it. I went through that as a child. But God knows. Whew. So, <laughs> I pray that you all was blessed. I know I was. I thank God for the release in Jesus' name. And I thank him for more knowledge and understanding. Um, just everything in his word. Because what Paul has encountered is what people deal with on a regular basis. You know? 
You have people that are married, right? That they have thoughts. They have dealings and they can't really express themselves the way they want to because of their significant other. They feel as though their significant other is going to internalize and make it personal towards them. And it really, it's really not. They, they want an outlet and they want to feel like they're not going to be condemned to share and to release how they truly feel. Some people are burnt out. Some people are really not happy. And this is why it's so important for us to really love one another from a deep place, which is God. But guess what? You can't love another person unless you got the love of God. I'm going to say that again. You may think that you love God and this, that, and other. But let me tell you something, how quickly you recognize that you don't have the love of God in you. It's when you're quick to pass judgment. When you're quick to get angry at someone because you realize that it just didn't fit the mold of how you wanted to receive it. You got to really get the love of God in your heart so that you'll be able to love others in spite of how they're being, how you're being treated and how you see other circumstances. You can now allow yourself to give grace to them and give love to them in spite of in Jesus name. (laughs) That's a different type of love. I'm telling you, that is a God filled love. If you ain't get it, if you ain't got it, you better get it in Jesus name. You better seek God now while he's able to be found. Hallelujah. Turn your life over. People think they can live any type of way. And in this chapter, it showed you can't. Because if that was the case, then the Lord God would not have even changed or transformed Paul. He would have just said, hey, do my will. But that wasn't the case. He said he washed him of his sins, meaning he no longer did those things anymore. The devil is alive for people to have the same mindset. And it's nothing but Satan to have this mindset. I can still do whatever I want to do. I don't have to serve God all day, every day. I don't have to speak the word of God. But as long as I can say I love God and the Lord knows my heart is good enough. No, it's not. Because if you're not reading the word of God, then you will see the truth. If you're not reading the word of God, how can you see the truth? That's what I meant to say. Because when you read the word of God, you will see the truth that you are no longer the same. So you're not living as you were before. You are now changed. That don't make no sense. It's just, it's, it's sad. It's really sad because I know I was in a place of that Nature. I was thinking the same exact way that, oh, you know, I still could do this. And as long as I pray, no, the Lord convicted me in so many ways. That's why my life was just in destruction. <laughs> because Sheree was doing what Sheree wanted to do and still thinking that it, I was going to prosper in the glory of God. And I wasn't. We got to get right in order to be right. In order to do right. We got to abide by the word of God in Jesus name. Praise the Lord. So I'm going to leave this here. (laughs) I wasn't expecting myself to go on, but I thank God. I praise the Lord. I pray that you always bless in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray the Lord continue to touch your heart in the name of Jesus. We all have growing to do every day. It's something that we can do better. There's something that we can lean to the Lord even more, seek him even more on because God God loves us 
And he doesn't want us to be in the same space where the enemy can have dominion. No, we are his children. We are God's children who he created for himself. Hallelujah. So let's continue to seek God and continue to worship him and continue to allow him to love on us as we allow ourselves to fall in love with God. That he will continue to give us the grace to be obedient. And he will continue to lead and guide us and for us to be willing to go in Jesus name. So praise God. God bless y'all. And as I do every single time that I am on, I always want to extend an invite to everyone to come listen to the word of God going forth every day, seven days a week at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with my ministry, Lalak Ministry, which is under the leadership of my pastor, Pastor Dr. Jimmy Griffith. You all can join in with us by dialing the number 773-922-8270. Or you can also click on our link, L-I-L-O-C dot net. Go to the website there and click on there and also join in with us via Zoom. Praise the Lord. So God bless y'all. And remember, let's continue to press. Let's continue to trust in God and let's continue to do better than we did on yesterday, you all. In Jesus name. And know that there is nothing too hard for God. Look, he saved Paul, who was a murderer of Christians. Okay. All right. He saved him and turned him around, washed him, filled him up with the Holy Ghost and sent him forth to do his will. There is nothing too hard for God to do. Hello. Amen. So let's not give up on believing what the Lord has for us to do. If he said it, it's true. It's going to be manifested. It's going to come to pass because he is a promise keeper. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. So God bless y'all and amen in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I thank you. Mm, 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 mm. Jesus, I thank you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus, I thank you, Father, for your wonder-working power. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, hallelujah, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Yes, Lord God, Jesus, 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 oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus, 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 hallelujah.